I want to demonstrate the message that needs to be demonstrated to the hearts and lives of people because I care about you, I care about your family, I care about your neighbors, the people you work with, as we all should. And we need to do things logically that are the things that we know that work rather than being all upset about it and get in this frenzy from time to time about, well, I just think we got to do this or we got to do that. No, let's go to the root, not the fruit. Hello there, folks. Uh, today, it's the day that we're gonna, let's talk about it tomorrow. Hey, Dan Boone here. So glad to have you with us today. I believe we're gonna get into some topics that will really help you. Uh, some, of, some of you know quite a bit about it. Some of you don't know a lot. But I wanna kinda bring things up to date. So that's one of the things that we try to do in these podcasts. We always look at things through a biblical worldview. At the same time, we wanna to touch the things that are important in your life today, important in the lives of Americans today and around the world. Uh, so goes America, so goes the world, so to speak. So uh, we're not gonna get uh, political. We're gonna stay biblical, but we're gonna be talking about some items that uh, may sound a little political, so be it because your lives are important and the welfare and safety and prosperity of you and your family are critical to the growth of this nation and the growth of each individual person in it. So we're gonna be talking about what's happening in today's culture. How about, let's talk about, uh, hmm, how about guns? That's a good topic, yeah. Let's talk about guns, uh, the Second Amendment. Uh, and like so many things that are coming out these days, uh, everybody, you know, it's always like this. And instead of, you know, coming together and sitting down and talking about it, let's see what's going on. And I think one of the things that's really needed for us to have in America today, one of the things is that we have educated people making decisions for us. And when I say educated, I'm not talking about degrees. I'm talking about common sense. I'm talking about knowledge of the fact. How many people in Washington, D.C. are businessmen and women who've had experiences in dealing with people and situations and supply demands and all of the intricacies that are involved in establishing and growing a business? Or some of them are just, yeah, you've got it. They're, they're theorists and they're, uh, I didn't say terrorists now, I said theorists. That means they work in theory. And also there's so many of them that that's all they've ever done. They, you know, got here when I was 35 and I'll stay here until I'm 85 and, and I draw my little salary so I can have a little money on the side coming in too or whatever. We just don't get off money more, Dan. Okay, I won't. But anyway, you're here with us for a reason. I believe God has put us together for a reason, and I believe that we're going to discuss some things on purpose. My reason for being a supporter of the Second Amendment is if we lose the Second Amendment, we lose everything because that's the one that gives us protection from the government as well as self-protection and other things in life. But the Second Amendment is very important. It was established in our Constitution for our main purpose of us being able to make sure that a tyrannical government cannot come over and take us over. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about a few of the silliness things that have gone on out there with people talking in their conversations. Man, those military uh, weapons, those military, yes, assault rifles, 
and all of those things. Well, first of all, an AR-15 is not an M-16. It's not a military assault weapon, whatever that is, because nobody can define it. Maybe we can get Matt Walsh to do a documentary on that. What is an AR? But the, uh, the truth of the matter is they are semi-automatics. They're not fully automatic. You don't have a little switch to be able to put it on fully automatic like I did in the Marine Corps when I wanted to, I could. You can't do that with an AR. They're not capable of it. And there's a lot of other things that they're not capable of doing too. Just because they're styled like it. You can get an AR style 22, okay? Poof, 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 running bang, 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 okay? You can get that. But it's, it's not an assault weapon. It may be a, if you're a rabbit and it was aimed at you. But what do we need to do is use a little bit of, of common sense. I know the president said, well, all you need to do is get you a double barrel shotgun for home protection. Well, double barrel shotguns can make a mess. <laughs> but let's get practical about it. Let's say that I've got an 18 year old daughter and she weighs 120 pounds and I put a double barrel shotgun in her hands and I say, okay, I want you to go out here. I tell her how to hold the gun. I give her a target to shoot at and I say, now hold it firmly. And I tell her to pull the, the tr trigger and guess what? Good possibility she's either gonna be sitting on her duff or the rifle's gonna be flying backwards. That's gonna have one heck of a kick and she's not gonna be able to recover from that probably if she was in a situation that was life-threatening. With an AR, she can shoot it. They don't have much of a kick. Uh, they're short, so you can move it around if you're in a household situation. If you give any female that I know of a choice between those two, I know which one they're going to do for self-defense. It's going to be the AR. It's a much better weapon, and it's much more controlled than what a shotgun would be with, you know, they used to call them splatter guns for a reason. Uh, it, and AR is inexpensive. You know, you're not talking about a lot of money to buy a basic uh, basic one. It's very ver versatile, can be used for home defense, it can be used for hunting, it can be used for fun. You know, it is a sport to, to go hunting. Uh, excuse me, it's just also a sport though to go target practicing. And it's good when you have a weapon that you familiarize yourself with it and stay familiar with it and keep going back and forth to the range so you're confident with it, know how to handle it, those sorts of things. That's what the good gun holders owe, which encompasses about 99.98% of all gun owners in America are good, competent, freedom-loving people that are just concerned about their overall welfare themselves and their family. Uh, it's got common ammo for an AR. Uh, in a long history, there's plenty of parts out. There's all kinds of advantages. Nobody's talking about some of those things. And that's important. It's like, you know, if you're going to go out and buy a car, wouldn't you want to talk about it? Wouldn't you want to see, you know, what the mileage is, what the safety ratings are, what it's going to be used for? How does it comply with that? You know, you don't want to go buy a, a, a Toyota RAV4 if you're going to be pulling a, a 10, uh, 10 place cow <laughs> trailer. <laughs> Cattle trailers don't go behind RAV4s, do they? Well, you know, and this is about how silly some of these politicians think about it is because they want to raise the rhetoric. They want to raise the discussion rather than acting like peaceable people. Uh, they say we want to ban certain magazines. Well, I don't know about you, but if I have somebody that I may have to face, it's got a 30 magazine uh, loaded in his AR. I'm, I'm going to want 30 rounds, not 10. And I think that's just plain 
common sense. Ban nine millimeter handguns. I think we've got past that one now, but the president said something about that. Even said what the damage would be done to somebody. It's all, it's all off base. It's not true. Uh, you know, if you get hit with a, a nine millimeter, it'll blow your lung out. Well, God gave you two lungs, first of all. <laughs> that's a little joke, okay? He did, and it, it is that case, but it, it hole goes through you. That, that's what happens. And if you weren't doing what you shouldn't have been doing, uh, it wouldn't have happened anyway, and that's what my point is. I'm not carried so much about the person that is causing the, uh, the, the act, the aggressive act. I care more about my family, the people around me, people in church, myself. Uh, I'm not going to be concerned about the guy that's trying to do some kind of an atrocious act. Uh, raise the age to purchase? Yeah, sure. A guy that's uh, been in the Marine Corps, and Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard. He's 20 years of age. Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun. He has to use one to defend us in the country. That's good for us. It's kind of like these Washington uh, people that have bodyguards that defend them, but they don't want to give us a gun to defend ourselves. So that, that to me is silly. And I know I'm making a lot of people mad and I really don't care because you're not looking at the facts. If you'd look at the facts, you would know that Americans have owned guns forever. It's part of our DNA, so to speak. And we've done it for self-defense, we've done it for food, and we've done it for sport. And there's a lot of things that are a whole lot worse than a gun for people than to, to be able to uh, have one at their home and it sits there and it's just uh, kind of like an insurance policy. I'm sorry if you're disturbed, but um, you know, the federal buildings, the state buildings, they all have guns uh, in control of the most buildings as they should. We have security at our church, we have armed people, uh, we have several lines of security. Uh, by the way, it's just important that we do these things. Why do we do it? Because we care about people. We want to protect them. We want them to be secure. We want them to know that they can go home peacefully today, praise God. Uh, the high school that I graduated from back uh, last millennium, <laughs> small town, 25,000 population town. I was there about five years ago. Uh, for an event and walked through the school to see what all had been changed. And you know what had been changed? They had a common entrance with uh, full security on those doors. Nobody got in that building without knowing who it was and being allowed to get in because they were the right kind of person that should be admitted to a school building. Now, if one place can do it, and we're talking about a small town in Oklahoma, then there's a lot of other places that can do it. Uh, what about the murders in the inner city? Oh, it's bad enough to talk about the schools, how horrible the school killings are. How many people get killed in America every day on the average here in America on the inner city with gang rivalry and all these other kinds of things and atrocious activities? Because after all, we don't really believe in law enforcement any day um, like we used to. And for uh, some kind of a purpose, I don't understand it. How does this work? Okay, we don't want to enforce the laws. We want to lessen the penalties. We want to let them in and out of jail rather than hold them till due, due process takes place. Oh yeah, and uh, we expect the crime rate to go down because we're bringing all these mental health people on cord with us. So, you know, this is one thing that I always get irritated about people that do, so that their phone go on when it's recording being made. My apologies, now you can laugh at me, okay? <laughs>
<laughs> I thought about turning it off while I go, but I didn't, as you well see. Well, that broke it up right in the middle, and we're going to leave it that way, too. Could this be a political ploy? Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theory person. But, you know, everything I read in my Bible, it talks about protection of the innocent, protecting innocent lives. I don't care if it's in the womb, out of the womb. I don't care if it's in a grade school, middle school, high school, college, church buildings, federal court building, a, a basketball game, court building, whatever. Who cares about where we are? We want to be protected everywhere and everywhere that people are allowed to legally carry. I think they should be so other people are not taken down. I could go on all day long about stories where somebody with a gun has protected at least one person from the atrocious attempts of the person that was doing it illegally. What about other security issues too? Now, we, we talk all about gun rights and then we forget that we've got open borders and that people from 50 countries last week came in across the southern border of our country to come in and just take over and do what they want to. I mean, they could come in here and pee behind a tree. It's their privilege now. And I've been a little crass there, but I don't care. I want to demonstrate the message that needs to be demonstrated to the hearts and lives of people because I care about you, I care about your family, I care about your neighbors, the people you work with, as we all should. And we need to do things logically that are the things that we know that work rather than being all upset about it and get in this frenzy from time to time about, well, I just think we got to do this or we got to do that. No, let's go to the root, not the fruit. What else? Fentanyl coming across the border. We had over 100,000 people in America killed last year, ODing in fentanyl. And we don't do anything about that? Oh my gosh. We could just close the borders down for a month and save eight, 9,000 people's lives. Yeah, kind of crazy, isn't it? And then what else? We're getting people from Iran, from Venezuela, from North Korea, from China, from Russia, from all kinds of enemies of ours coming across the board. It's not just good, sweet Mexican people. It's a lot of other people too. So we need to get ahead out of the sand and demand that the people that are representing us in Washington, D.C. do something other than just have rhetoric thrown back and forth. Hey, let's take a break. Pastor Dan here just wanted to talk to you and uh, make something clear to those of you that have asked about this. Uh, we do use our podcast to be able to talk about certain things that we don't talk about in the pulpit on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday nights in our training classes. Uh, we talk about... Uh, the, the cultural things that are going on on the podcast and the things that are applicable to them. On Sunday mornings, we are very strong Bible-based and we teach uh, spiritual truths that you can take and check out yourself if you want to the next week and make sure you agree with it. But the point is that you can grow spiritually. When you grow spiritually, you grow spirit, soul, and body. And that's what we want you to be able to do. We don't do a mamby-pamby, just happy-clappy uh, type message and pump you full of hot air for a couple of days. We fill you with the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, so that you can be all that God made for you. Let's get back to the message right now, and I hope to see you soon. We do have mental issues in our country today, that's for sure. But part of the problem, and maybe, maybe the most important thing, it's right up there towards the top anyway, is the fact that our moral 
fiber is no longer objective, that we recognize there's, we have accountability to someone higher than ourselves. So you've taken your truth, I've taken my truth, and what we've done is we've, we've made nothing out of it, and we continually slide downhill, a.k.a. Adolf Hitler. So we need to reestablish the fact that we have moral obligations and responsibilities to people other than just the guy in the mirror. Evil wants to destroy everything the U.S. stands for. Evil wants to destroy the most generous country in the world, the USA. Evil wants to stop the number one country uh, in sending out missionaries and financial help to other countries. Evil wants to stop our technology, our influence, our concern and compassion for the hurting. How can they do that? Very simply, remove our freedom, blend the world together in a one world despot system. How do they do that? As I've said previously, they remove the Second Amendment, then they can start removing all of the rest of it. Our last thought I want to leave you with is that every country in the world knows that they cannot take the U.S. with a ground offense. Every country knows that. And it's been uh, told by people in certain cabinet meetings and things like that with other countries across the world. America will not fall from people from without. America can only fall because the people within don't know how to stand on their own two feet. I love you. God bless you. Church of Tomorrow, 6800 North Bryant. We're going to be less talking about tomorrow. Next week with you, we're going to get into some things about the energy crisis in our country. And I'm going to keep this in a biblical perspective because after all, God wants us to protect our kids. God wants prosperity. He said, Beloved, I would above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So God, God's all about this. And we're also all about people who may not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior to have the benefits of a Christian-involved society. Love you. Come see us 10 o'clock Sunday morning, 7 o'clock Wednesday nights. Ne until next time, let's talk about it tomorrow.